everyone. Welcome to the eighth episode of Learning Metadata for Publishing. I'm your host Luna Tan. In the last episode, we've gotten on some basics of XML, the extensible markup language. That XML is very flexible and designed to be both human-readable and machine-readable. It is also the foundation of a big family of many markup languages. There are many reasons why XML is widely accepted and used as a markup language to store and exchange data behind the scene. First, XML is an open format and an open standard that can be read by many applications, which is the exact meaning of X in XML: extensible. This openness of format means you can create your own XML records to your specific needs. Second, XML makes it possible for different platforms and systems to exchange data. Third, XML separates data or content from design, so multiple applications can use the same data. Last but not least, XML is simple. Let's zoom in the two features: open format and simplicity. XML can be interpreted into not a language, but a set of instructions. As a subset of standard generalized markup language, which is SGML for short, XML is used to give the data structuralized markup language in order to define, store. And exchange the information. As XML is not predefined, to define a piece of data with XML tags, we are unlimited with the choices of markups, and we can create tags to meet our specific needs, which is the openness of defining function of XML. When we store information by XML format. Its open standards allows it to be unrestricted to the proprietary formats. Almost any program will be able to read it. The openness of XML's format is also reflected in the process of exchanging data. XML makes it possible to exchange records across different platforms. As S. Y. Zui Chao mentioned in his book. In the library, archives, and museum community, a protocol called OAIPMH is used to pass XML metadata records to other platforms for harvesting and sharing. So any record can be accessed through one kind of XML format, such as XPath, with a structure like slash anthology slash volume one slash chapter two. Slash section three, or imported into a database and searched as database records. The simplicity of XML. Unlike HTML, where tags are predefined, just think about those tags like head, body, div, he. XML allows customized tags 
Though all the customized tags have to obey a document type definition or a specific schema if there is one along with the XML, this advantage, as Zoe Chow put, facilitates individual communities with special needs to easily create schemas to fit their data. Meanwhile, you may leave the document type unpredefined, or you can define your own document type. Also, part of XML's simplicity comes from how XML maintains and stores data. Because XML emphasizes descriptiveness over procedural markup, and it can be read by many applications and has widespread support, XML is easy to access and update in bulk. And individual files, especially for descriptive metadata, are small and easy to store. The simplicity of XML supports lots of applications to exchange data with it, which made XML almost become the public language of data exchange. However, along with the advantages, there are something we need to pay attention when we use XML to store and exchange data. It sounds very ideal that everyone can create their own text, and it might work well when we only need to work with ourselves, but no need to exchange data with others. Well, once data exchange is needed, different markup elements then have to be unified. Otherwise, elements with different definitions will be unable to talk with each other. Though XML is very easy to create, its simplicity comes with a price. There are many things that we need to take care to ensure the XML records are well formed. The first thing is open and close tags. In HTML, you may find a HTML document can still be parsed well even with errors, such as missing in tags. Well, in XML, the processing will be called an end if tags don't show up in pairs. However, there are exceptions. It is acceptable to use single empty elements, such as slash br, which means break and wrapped with a pair of angle brackets in XML as a form of combination of opening and closing tags. Second, XML tags are case-sensitive. Again, XML is not lenient as HTML on this point. If you open a tag with title all in lowercase, either slash title with capital T or slash title all in uppercase will not be recognized as the right form to close this tag. Third, every XML document is one tree with one root. In the beginning of XML documents, there is one root document from which detailed description of the object expand like leaves and branches. Other than all these three points, there are more things, little but worth a notice. All the XML elements must be nested correctly. Special characters, less than, greater than, ampersand, apostrophe, quotation marks, 
have their specific meanings in XML syntax, so you will need to use predefined entity references to replace the five special characters. Hyphen and period are the only permitted punctuation characters in XML records. Element names must start only with letters or underscore. No letter combination of XML, and avoid hyphen, period, and colon. Element names must follow the naming guideline, document type definition, or XML schema to make them validated. What's more, the simple XML has a not simple family. XPath for tracking and querying, XSLT for style sheeting and transforming, DTD and XML schema for constraining, and there are XQuery, XPointer, XLink, etc. The purpose of XML to store and exchange data differentiates itself from other sorts of markup languages. We can tell that XML focuses on the descriptiveness and what the subject data is about. That's it for today's show. I'll be very happy to hear from you about questions you might have and the topics you want to talk about in future episodes. You can find me on my blog website, Learning Metadata for Publishing, or my podcast on Anchor and iTunes. You can also access all the episodes on Pocket Cast. Stitcher, Breaker, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. I hope you enjoy this episode. Don't hesitate to let me know your experience of working with metadata and how metadata comes into play in your publishing world. Here is listening metadata for publishing, and I'm your host Luna Tan. Thank you for listening. <laughs>